Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's Wednesday night. You know what that means. I think. It is the post-AEW done on my podcast here on the Wrestling Inc. channel. And uh, boy, I am really interested in our live chat room. I would love to get some live reaction and interpretations, I think, is the appropriate word for what we saw tonight. But we will get to that in just a moment. I am Justin LaVar being joined alongside my Wednesday night crew First down in the beautiful island of Puerto Rico, she is our NYC Demon Diva Isa in North O, the border in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. 
He is pro wrestling referee extraordinaire for 20 plus years. He's done it all. He's drank with Andre. He's ref to take her mania match. He's even crossed the picket line. He is the one, the only Jimmy Corderas. Jimmy, how are you tonight? Uh, boy, oh boy. I, it was, it, I wish I could say I was better, you know, until uh, anyway, we'll get into it. Let me just put it that way. Uh, the sad news is I almost started smoking again. I was gonna say you, you almost started smoking again. Issa's Issa's hitting the hitting the bottle. It's uh, mm. uh or the glass rather. Uh, 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 Issa, uh, how are you? I'm I'm doing well. I'm glad that Jimmy knows still is aware of the Wednesday night rules and he's wearing his pink. Appreciate that, Jimmy. Uh, unlike Justin Labar, who's desperately trying to find something pink in his outfit as we speak. <laughs> Um, I, I have some of my of my people. I bring my, my viewers over to Wrestling Inc. when I get done. So some of the people can tell you what we had to do to make it through this episode tonight. And that is drink heavily. So here we are. I can't wait to talk about it with you guys still because I hated everything about tonight's episode. Well, I wouldn't say everything. I will. No, every, I say everything. Okay. I want to say it. Um... <laughs> there was like a commercial break somewhere in there. <laughs> Hey, look, this is not this is not mean you need to turn the podcast off because there is a lot of things that are genuinely when I say this interesting, like interesting and which which can be taken a lot of ways. But I want to hear interpretations of mm. uh, of what we got here before we get into tonight's dynamite, as we are just eleven days out uh, at current time from the big all in show. Before we get to that, let's talk about some news items. We'll do one WWE news item. Before we ride at EW for the remainder of the episode, and that is, it appears, Lacey Evans, uh, that's how you knew her in WWE, appears that she is done with WWE. Her, her social media was kind of hinting towards the hours winding down to her uh, time as a WWE superstar, and she's now using her real name, Macy Estrella, on social media, um, and she's even responded to fans thanking her for her work, and it, so it does seem like her contract has, ran, has, has expired and uh, her time with WWE is done. Jimmy, she's a baffling run uh, in mm-hmm. WWE. Um, you know, first doing the, the sassy, you know, doing the Southern Bell thing. A lot of right. a lot of momentum there, and and then you know some injuries and um, it's some reboots and a, a legit pregnancy, a angle. I wish I forget that hinted towards Ric Flair being the one who was the father of her baby. Just a, I, I don't even know where to. I mean, she had so much potential. Her look. Her athleticism, her charisma, the actual military background. I thought, man, there is sky is the limit for her. But you, what, yeah. what happened? Uh, I, I wish I had an answer for you. I don't know what happened. Somebody didn't see the potential or saw something different than what she could have brought to the table. Let's put it that way. She, Like you said, she had all the tools and, and she had that military background like you talked about, which is something that really um, sits in WWE's wheelhouse, especially the big boss. He kind of, he loves that sort of thing. So there was something there, but for some reason they decided to go like, like you said, Southern Bell and do all these different things, and and they just couldn't seem to settle on something and kept changing her presentation, for lack of a better term. And when you do that, it's hard for people to get invested, and also hard for the talent to get invested too. When you keep, you know, uh, ch- changing the rules. <laughs> Uh, Issa, do you want to see uh, the formerly known as Lacey Evans pop up somewhere else on uh, Pro Wrestling TV? I mean, maybe, yeah. I I like Lacey as the Southern Belle with that sass. I thought that was the best gimmick, and I don't know why we got away from that. 
Uh, but of course, I want to see her have all the success in the world, whatever it is that she does next, whether she continues to wrestle or goes in a different direction. But yeah, it's, it's baffling. It feels like a bag was fumbled, to say the least, because she did have a lot of the on paper Lacey Evans should have been a huge star and we didn't get there. And I can't tell you why. Uh, yeah, Christopher writing at least WWE let her contract run out instead of releasing her. Uh, well, yes, but that uh, maybe, but that's uh, whether maybe she didn't want that. Maybe she wanted to get out early and they refused to do so, maybe fearing that she goes somewhere else. So we'll have to wait and see if she decides to uh, talk publicly about what the situation is. Uh, Ricky Salvador saying, uh, Lacey, she copy Mandy Rose, go to her OnlyFans page. All right. Hey, listen. Uh, hey, mon- money to be made. Make your money. There is money yes. to be made. You know, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe her taste for for comp- doing ring work has uh, been soured now. Who knows? Like, uh, will she turn up somewhere else? We'll see. Yeah, I mean, and look, you know, she, I mean, she did have a little bit of part of history. I think you know, she got to wrestle over in Saudi Arabia. Um, she might have actually been the first lady. Yeah, she that, was against she? Natalia. Correct. Natalia, okay, so I mean, she's she, you can't ever take that away. She's forever going to be part of that history. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So we'll 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 see. Where it goes with Lacey Evans, uh, or formerly known as Lacey Evans, see if she pops up uh, anywhere else in the pro wrestling world or anywhere else in uh, the entertainment world. All right, let's jump over to AEW. Here's a uh, story again you can read on Wrestling Inc. Uh, the report, uh, headline, the headline is report, AEW wrestlers upset with Tony Khan over all-in planning. Uh, so this is an interesting one. According to SC Scoops, Khan's leadership skills have been called into question over the build to all-in. Furthermore, his handling... Of the locker room, especially in the wake of the recent CM Punk-related backstage controversies, has led to some frustration among his employees. A lot are upset about Wembley, one source told SC Scoops. Uh, maybe if it were just Wembley, it would be different. But with everything that's happened over the last year, it's becoming the one major issue. People want to know if they're going to London, what the card is going to be. It's a show everyone wants to be on. It's like our WrestleMania 3 or maybe our WrestleMania 1. But there isn't any urgency. People are scared. We aren't going to live up to this moment um you know isa i mean whether i mean this is not the first time we've heard about you know people a lot of people come into AEW TV not knowing if they're booked not being used uh of course that's a big trip going over to london so certainly you'd like to have like to know if, if you got to prepare for that so i mean i uh, this certainly would seem to fall in line with some of the other chatter that we've heard about the kind of very frantic pace that AEW is running right now yeah i mean i i i like this report i'm actually more concerned about the money that and i get that we make a choice right when we decide hey i'm gonna travel and go to this show but i see a lot of like aw hardcores that book this travel months in advance i personally thought this would be bigger than what it feels going into it and this is me coming from a little bit of disappointment from tonight's show but if as a fan or as a viewer or as somebody that reveals the product, I feel a little bit disappointed on how the bill for this is going. I can't imagine what people on the inside are feeling like. Yeah, Jimmy, I mean, you know, this is a historic show. Nothing, nothing can take away that they sold 70,000 plus tickets before really announcing any matches here. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's why well, that's a great accomplishment and take your lap there. That does then add on pressure of you need to deliver here and Certainly, as we're going to talk about in a minute, this uh, the the rapid build all of a sudden, the last minute build maybe. Um, that, that 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 that's not the way I'd want to start this final stretch to this historic show. 
No, and, and and you look this week, and again, trying to compare it to the other guys, and I know people are going to say, hey, but, you know, uh, WrestleMania 40. You yeah, know, they've, they've got the ticket sales out there. They're doing their big push this week for, for the, uh, you know, WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. Uh, and WWE, let me put it to you this way. They may not have the card locked up as of right now, but they have an idea where they want to go. They've got stuff down on paper that they say, listen, this is where we'd like to be maybe by WrestleMania 40. Yes, we know cards subject to change depending on how things progress because, you know, there's a lot of things that can happen between now and when WrestleMania 40 rolls around. But at the same time, they have a game plan. And it feels like every week on AEW, there's no game plan going into the show or even going into the pay-per-view. It's kind of like fly by the seat of your pants. And and that's the feeling I get. You know, and some people might like that feeling. I just wish that they had more structure and and, and more of a game plan going in, so to speak, as opposed to waiting last minute. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously we know MJF and and Adam Cole is the main event. And that, again, is one that I feel like that probably was in pencil for a while. And and it makes sense. And I think we all agree it's probably it's it's the biggest world title match. It's not. It's not the biggest fourth title match you could put on, but okay. Well, but it, it, let's put it this way: they're, they're, they get two of the loudest reactions of anybody, so I'll, I'll go with that. But everything else just start, start as we'll go through here, second by second. Get the two biggest reactions because that's what you're built. You haven't built anybody else. Mm-hmm. Well, even before, even prior to them, even prior, oh, I know Adam what Cole you're saying, returning. But you and I both know that there's bigger matches that you could have built here. Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, the, the, the <laughs> biggest thing you can build off is just is get is make some money off of all the controversy you've had backstage. That would be, I guess, mm. your biggest. But even even MJF against Kenny Omega would have not been opposed as opposed to a rematch with Adam Cole. Well, I have to. Well, we'll get to Kenny Omega in a little bit. Um, but everything <laughs> everything else just feels like how many names can we compile, and then let's just twenty ten. Yeah. Cheers mm-hmm. to that. All right, well, let's go ahead and jump into this episode here. We kick it off with the international champion, Orange Cassidy, up against Wheeler Yuta. Uh, Orange Cassidy, the biggest win streak, the most fighting champion, um, gets the win, immediately jumped by the Blackpool Combat Club. Best friends come out, but still but Blackpool Combat Club uh, on the offensive and on the in control. And then here comes the Penta, bro- uh, here comes Pen- uh, the Lucha Brothers with Penta and Phoenix. Now, obviously, it makes sense for them to come out. We talked a lot last week about, you know, they, they rip Penta's mask off and, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But they come out and, and there's no urgency. They're kind of just walking. There's not even like an urgency, uh, a fire to get out there. They eventually get to the ring. Um, Blackpool Comic Club gets chairs. It still looks like we need some help. And then the return of Eddie Kingston, who's been in Japan <clears throat> recently, as commentary tells us. And he goes right after Claudio, longstanding feud there. And Eddie Kingston challenges him on the mic. Blackpool Comic Club, find whoever you can find. You're going to go up against us in a stadium stampede match in Wembley. Uh, Jimmy, a lot to unpack here, uh, but it ultimately leads to this what's going to be a stadium stampede match. Uh, I'll let you start wherever you want to start. Where do I start? Where do I? I don't know where to start because so much was happening in so little time. It just, you know, we had the match and you can, you know, you can say what you will. Here we go again with uh, Orange Cassidy in his usual spot starting off the show on a Wednesday night. But, you know, it was a okay match. The match was fine. Yeah. yeah, the match was fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But then they felt the need to add all that extra ec- curricular activity after the match and not let anything breathe. That was the whole thing. That was the theme of the night for me. I'm it's gonna I'm gonna be saying this a lot tonight. You know, my old uh, you know uh, phrase twenty and ten. 
Mm-hmm. 20 pounds of potatoes in a 10 pound bag. The whole idea is to take potatoes out of that 10 pound bag, not try to cram in more than 20 pounds. And tonight felt like, you know, they were just, it just, everything felt rushed. And even at the end of this match, everything felt rushed, just trying to get it in. Yeah, he said Stadium Stampede went over pretty well in the pandemic era when they, they got creative at Daly's Place. Uh, so certainly a huge stadium like Wembley. I mean, I guess there is certainly potential. Uh, but again, we're 11 days out, and now we don't even know. We don't even know if Blackpool Combat Club still has to find three more people to team with them. I'm tired of this. Um, I'm tired of this surprise opponent thing. They do it for every freaking pay-per-view. Every pay-per-view. Think about it. They did it for Forbindor. They did it for whatever. They, everybody always has. We have an announcement, and they make it the show before the pay-per-view. So you pay the for people you don't know who you're going to see. I'm sure it'll be great. I feel like there's a lot of people here. First of all, if you want people to turn the channel, open the show with Ori Cassidy against Willer Yuta. If I didn't have to watch it, I would have just completely tuned out immediately. That is not, it's not a show opening match to keep eyes on the product. On top of that, everything, not just this, everything tonight felt like a lot of people involved in too many. 20 in 10, it was 100 in 10 tonight, Jimmy, if you put them all together. But there was a lot of people here that I would have rather seen in a singles match. And that includes John Moxley. That includes uh, Claudio Castanoli. Um, I think Claudio against Eddie on a singles match would have been more interesting than this. Now, don't get me wrong. I think there's a lot of matches going into All In that people are going to have a chip on their shoulders. They know how big this event is and they're going to deliver. I have gone into a lot of AW pay-per-views with expectations close to no expectations and they just completely blow it out of the water, right? So I'm sure they're going to do the same thing with the stadium stampede. But did I ask for it? No. (laughs) It it, it might deliver, but it's just not something that I would have... It wasn't the first thing in my brain when you're talking about the biggest wrestling event, right? Because they, they dropped that a lot tonight. <laughs> Talk about the biggest wrestling event. I was like, man, I would love to see a stadium stampede match between, I don't even know how many people, and I can name 80% of them. No, this is not what I what I envisioned. Yeah, there's a lot of players in a lot of matches that are announced tonight. Uh, this is one match I get. You have to have a lot of people because that's kind of what makes the fabric of stadium stampede. But uh yeah, I, I, again, for, for what's a great heat, heat spot last week of you ripping Penta's mask off and you're mocking them and you're wearing them, the mask, it felt like that was just an afterthought in this. And, and you know, I just, they just didn't capitalize, in my opinion, on, on the heat that they could have had. Um, so. Again, sorry to cut you off, not thinking forward. Yeah, uh, we'll see. And you know, you're right. As he said, sometimes you have some bigger names you can just have in a singles match, and, and it's a bigger deal. Don't dilute it by a surround by just having a whole bunch of people for the sake of it. Uh, right. Martin uh, saying uh, 4.99 super chat. Thank you, Martin. Not wrestling related, but I enjoy hearing the show when he says on. Uh, he loves the sounds in the background. He misses Puerto Rico. He hears the sound of the coqui, which is our frog. It only lives here in Puerto Rico. You only hear it here in Puerto Rico. You take it out of Puerto Rico, it dies. So. Fun fact about the cookie, I I love that I get to play it in the background for some people because I, when I didn't live in Puerto Rico, I missed it. So I'm glad I can provide that to you. That is a fun. It, 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 does it legit die? Yeah, it has, yeah, yeah. It dies. It has so to be a lot of us, a lot of us are. We always compare ourselves to the cookie when you leave the island. You die a little inside until they bring you back. You know, but yeah, they have taken it to similar temperatures, similar climates. It doesn't make it. It only wow. makes it here. Yeah. Learn something new. All right. 
All right, we get a uh, pre-taped sit-down with Jim Ross. Uh, it t- looks like it took, I believe it took place at Daly's Place. Uh, Jim Ross sitting down with Kenny Omega. Uh, Omega's talking about Uncle Don being in his life. And I, I think in so many ways, he talked about Uncle Don giving him vials of things. It, was he insinuating that Don Callis gave him steroids as a teenager? <laughs> Real quick, uh, that... I, yes, he well, was! <laughs> oh, my goodness, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I was, was I I'm reading between the lines, right? That's what this here. That's what I got out of it, Lamar. You're not alone. Okay. No, I think I think it, whether it was intended or not, it, it, that's how it read. <laughs> okay, just checking. Uh, c- continuing uh, talking about Don, Uncle Don's life. Uh, talks about how Don has uh, replaced him with Takeshita. Uh, Omega speaks about his uh, affinity and respect he had for Takeshita. They show some archive video, and so you know, it, 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 he knows Don knows. That he's hurting Kenny here in his, in his heart, and then Don shows up. He showed up at Daly's place, and uh, him and Takeshita, Juice Robinson, and Jay White they all attack uh, Kenny Omega. So Kenny Omega is now in the hospital, and then we flip to seeing a more updated uh, update from Hangman Adam Page, who's outside of that hospital, and he says that Kenny is not friend. Kenny Kenny is not friendless. Uh, he's gonna have uh, Hangman and Kota Ibushi by his side. Uh, so we'll just stop right there for that. So. You know, look, Issa, you, you talked about earlier about Omega and you were debating me of, you know, maybe Omega versus MJF. I think, again, you have Kenny freaking Omega. You don't need to put him in a six man. You don't need to, you know, have, have it be Kenny versus Takeshita. If, if he could beat Takeshita, he gets five good minutes with Don Callis. A nice old wrestling stipulation, Tony Khan. Uh, but no, but, he, but he's, again, muddying it up, doing a six man tag. It makes me wonder is Kenny just not 100%? Is this a way of preserving him, his body? So you have him on the show, but not making him do all the work? I, I don't know. If you believe the rumors that are out there, a lot of them, I don't know where they come from, so I don't believe them. But there was rumor of maybe doing Omega versus Brian 2.0 here at All In. Remember, we had one match between the two of them, went 60 minutes. It was a no contest. So I feel like that's a rematch that we're all waiting for. Um, If you go by the numbers, the numbers will tell you that when you put Kenny Omega on a singles match, the ratings do jump. Right, like people don't. I don't want to see Kenny Omega involved in no trios. No, I don't want to see him any of that. I want to see Kenny Omega wrestle whatever dream matches I have left for him in my brain because we don't know how much we have left. Right, he he had been very open about that last injury where he was out for a while and saying how hard it was for him to even come back. So maybe you're right, maybe he's not at a hundred percent, but I don't know that for the biggest wrestling again it's because they're just dropping that so much this is not what i would have put kenny omega in however one of the things that i did enjoy you were right maybe i didn't hate everything my god did jr give no f about the beat down going on yeah. <laughs> like a couple of times the camera cut to jr and he's just standing like, yeah, oh, the, the, yeah this the, is the, happening the reaction or lack of reaction shots in jr well, i didn't notice thank you for pointing it was out. it was a, it was amazing like that i actually had a huge pop for that and <laughs> talk I, about I, huge pop <laughs> ethan cruz says maybe cm punk doesn't want him having Oh, one on one. You know what? Oh. I I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them. But um, I will say that I I am a sucker for presentation, and even if you don't have the budget, fake it. But this hangman page outside of the hospital promo was the worst thing ever shot. You're not outside of the hospital. You're clearly in the arena. Like, please, at least get a green screen. Come on, guys. They're sheep. They're cheap. You can hang it at every any wall in the arena and make it look like he's actually outside of a hospital. Like this is a very easy effect. I can even do it, and I'm not that good at editing. 
So come on. Was that the pre-tape, Jimmy Corderas? Was that the Hangman pre-tape that uh, he? You remember the the the, the 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 wording was supposedly that he went to Collision and 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 was had a pre-tape that he needed to do, and they said mm-hmm. you can't do it here. And I wonder if that's that if that's this. Yeah, and and Issa, not not to not to argue with you here, but it didn't even look like it was happening in the arena. It looked like it was outside. And they just got an ambulance to do the shot. And yeah, wherever he was, right. it was not outside of a hospital. I no, know that and, much. <laughs> and it, it just looks so. Yeah, yeah cheap. It looked cheap. Yeah, it did. It did. It did. It, it didn't been. look good at all. Well, at least, at least he was outside of a hospital, not a, a medical facility. Well, uh, that's true. <laughs> Bernie in DC. This AEW show uh, went into the Jimmy thirty pounds of potatoes in a ten pound bag. Let's stuff breathe. I mean, there's look, there's there's potato soup there's mashed potatoes there's potato skins there's a lot of oh, potatoes going on tonight here yeah, we got a lot of potatoes we gotta use up absolutely um and again we get we get the the post interview beatdown another let's 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 get as many people in on this segment as we can shout out to jr though he kept it real he was like so this yeah. is happening and i don't care <laughs> do mm-hmm. i stop, do i have to stand here when they beat down kenny omega right. <laughs> and again you got to believe that J- jim ross sees some of these things that us and, and, and the audience are all saying, some of these you know, these very blunt critiques that are just screaming mm-hmm. in the face. And again, it's like, has he tried to say something? Does he just say, screw it, I'm at this stage of my career, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take my pay and I'm just gonna let these guys learn on their own? I don't know. I I, I wonder. Mm-hmm. Um so we go from that stuff with Don Callis that happened uh earlier in the week to now Don Callis is in the ring. Too much uh, Don Callis like back to back. He's got something in the ring covered up uh, with a black sheet. He, uh, he calls out Chris Jericho and wants to know, is Jericho going to say yes and go and be part of the Don Cal's family? Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Justin. I just had to point out how they booked the stadium stampede and then they booked another multiple man match back to back. Mm-hmm. Back that's to the, back. That's the entire like, show. That's you could not show. even like paste it differently. But no, it's like stadium stampede. Then we're going to put these six guys together. Then we're going to put... I'm just saying that there's like no singles matches going into all in. <laughs> look, several a beatdown happened after every match tonight. Several times people got cut off in their entrance. I yep. mean, it's just it's just all over the place. It was it was, it was uh, crazy. Uh, he wants to know if Jericho going to join. Jericho starts to say it starts to sound like Jericho's going to. He's saying that he needs to get back to his roots. He needs to find somebody as low as him. And so Jericho says, "Yes, I'm going to join." And this kind of shocks Don Callis. Don Callis says, "Let's head out to the streets and." And go beat up some rednecks who really wants to get out of there. But Jericho wants to know, hey, wait a minute, what's 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 hiding under the sheet? Mm-hmm. Only to reveal it's a giant painting of Don Callis holding Chris Jericho's severed head. This then starts that tensions flare. Callis reveals, yeah, I didn't think you were going to join because you have too much of an ego. It has to be all about you. And then Don gets called an asshole by Jericho. Don slaps Jericho. Jericho goes after Don. Takeshita and Will Ospreay attack. And so now we're going to have Takeshita and Will Ospreay beating up on Jericho. Don hits Jericho with the uh, glass frame picture, and then Sammy Guevara comes out and runs them all. So it looks like Sammy and Jericho will be in a tag match versus um, uh, Osprey and, and well, actually, well, hang on. No, it's just Jericho and Osprey. Just Jericho. At, at all. Legend, uh, uh, at for all. now. For okay. now. As of now, for all in, yes. They might put him on the pre-show with, on a with, tag match later on. You never know. <laughs> with, with Sammy with Sammy floating around. I want to pull the super chat up. It's been waiting patiently from Scott. Jericho Appreciation Society members all turned face a week ago in a great promo segment for all and leave Jericho only for him to turn face this week. How does that make sense? Jimmy, I'll, tell you, I'll throw to you first. To that. It, uh, it doesn't make sense. And and you know what? Yes, Jericho came off in this thing as a 100% babyface. And, you know, if 
if that was the plan, then don't do what you did last week. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it just muddies the waters, so to speak. It just it, too much. It makes happened. me wonder mm-hmm. when they did that segment last week, did they know what they were doing this week? There you go. No, tonight's show was booked on the go. I'm convinced. But yeah. Jericho's, normally, Jericho's normally a king of long term. Mm-hmm. That's what's kind of surprising about that. If that's what happened, I don't know. Well, it's it's like uh, something you said, Justin. With all the great minds they have there, isn't there somebody that could just say, "Hey, listen, this needs to make sense. It doesn't make sense right now. Can we tighten the screws a little bit and just?" The make- only person that can say that is CM Punk, Jimmy. Oh, apparently, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Isa, I, I uh, th- this is kind of stunning from how it went down last week, in, in a way. Well, there was rumors out there that it was going to be Jericho and Osprey, and I was curious about how we will get there. I guess I should have known with the Don Callis tie-in into everything. Um, this was uh, an example of this is going well, and then it went on too long. Mm-hmm. I did like Sammy being the one making the save for Jericho because he did leave it in in weird, I'm leaving, but I'm not really leaving you terms with Jericho. He was wearing his inner circle gear last week, so there's a little bit of continuity continuity here if you really think about it compared to how everybody in JAS treated Jericho last week I just we'll see where this goes right I like the painting I thought everything was going well and then they just like they just kept talking and that's when I just like that happened a lot tonight where it was just like you talk too much literally I know that's a <laughs> what is the name of that shadow you know what I'm talking about butchomania they do that you talk too much there was a lot of talking tonight on Dynamite this was one of those examples I feel like once the painting was on veal, we should have stopped talking and gone into something physical there. Yeah, so um, we'll see. So right now, Don Callis, he, uh, he's he got both Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho both want their hands on him. I mean, Don Callis, he can, he can work. I, he, I'd be curious if we're coming down the road again with, with all the big shows they have coming up. Well, he has, his, he has his group of people right. that can work for him. Right, but the, but, but, the, but the payoff is seeing him get his ass kicked. So right. Correct. Wondering. Yeah. So, so you couldn't do this last week in Winnipeg, where you no. would have got the reaction that the desired reaction for the two Winnipeg boys. You know what I mean? Like, anyway. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, right, right. Both baby faces that I just named here that want their hands on Don are both Winnipeg guys. Mm-hmm. I know Don, Don's from Winnipeg, but he's not well liked there either. Well, they would, they would have, they would have played into it all, <laughs> all the more. Yeah, exactly. And before you move on to the next segment, they didn't let this breathe. They went right into it. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, yeah. Thirty and ten, <laughs> and a bunch of people came out and beat up Jericho like every other segment mm-hmm. in this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Jack they do a vignette uh, with Jack Perry, and uh, he talks about how next week he is going to retire the FTW title, and then when we come back to the arena. We don't see Taz, but Taz is just kind of befuddled on commentary, right. and he's not sure what to make of this. Any predictions? Uh, I, I I don't always include vignettes, but I thought this was a notable one. Uh, any any. Any obviously Jack Perry's gonna come out and try to retire. Does Hook just show up? Does another ECW legend show up? Does Taz show up? What are we thinking? No, it should. If anybody's gonna retire the championship, if they're gonna do it, it should be Hook, in my opinion. But uh, the one thing you pointed out was here's this big announcement by Jack Perry, and we hear Taz comment on it. How come you don't shoot him so we can get that reaction? Yes, we right. got the, the vocal reaction. You need the physical reaction from his face, like the shock, the look, like he's. How, how how dare he, right? so to speak. Now, you can continue the FTW thing with an, a, uh, with an ECW legend, possibly, 
but Hook makes more sense. Right. And Hook could be the one who comes out and say, if anybody's going to retire that championship, it's going to be me. That's why I'm going to face you for it one more time at All In. And I, I wouldn't beat- do it at All In. No. They're waiting until next Wednesday. Next Wednesday now, yeah. at that point, you're what? For, for, I, again, I would hold this to something. If, again, if you can get it to Queens, mm-hmm. because ah. Taz and Hook and, and, and New York, I just, I think it, it, it's just something simple you could do for the Queen show. Um, but I mean, that's still later in September. So you still have some time to go. But I would say, I, I would, you, there's no need to put this for all in. Yeah, good point. Very good point. I mean, while all in would like, while I like to have a, a few more one on one matches for all in, I don't think this has mm-hmm. to be necessarily it it. Um, it already looks like it's getting overloaded anyway so right terry allen jr saying submission style wrestling is my favorite uh patience pace with agony attacking limbs what's your style trio i guess asking us Uh, whatever's entertaining yeah i like i like all various forms of presentation depending on whether it's i like a good submission move i think when built the right way the drama of oh, this person gonna give up is this person gonna tap is this person gonna pass out right there's some people that you don't believe are gonna submit so that makes a really fun match but i'm also a, a sucker for a good finisher move that comes out of nowhere gets hit and ends the match so i i feel like both both styles could work all right we got uh darby allen and nick wayne coming out they are jumped from behind of course yeah. they are, because Stop. why wouldn't they be? From the gates of agony. Uh, so that that's gonna. Nobody this... knows who they are. I know it's gonna get them. Uh, they look like uh, they look Nobody like the. They look like the. They look like the uh, knockoff uh, version of, of of like bloodline. Like no, they don't stop right there. No, no bloodline. Like stop uh, right, uh, stop castaways, right castaways. Stop! Yeah. Just stop right now. They didn't make the cut for extras. Uh, the entire time, <laughs> Swerve and AR Fox are kind of roaming around out there. Uh, we get a uh, coffin drop from Darby, and then we get Sting on the big screen. It's Joker Sting appears, and uh, he has uh, apparently abducted Prince Nana. And yeah, there's a coffin match. Uh, it's between the they announced they that last week. Abduct someone, abduct someone that people care about. I, well, I've already said Prince Nana. He's, he, like it's he, the character. You're supposed to be like a like royalty, or whatever. Like I said, he's he's wearing like jeans from the gap and he's just just, just kind of just dressed like a dude <laughs> yeah. is the this, gap still a thing i don't know this, this whole thing just felt like okay we're having this match at, at at all and we need to get them on the show somehow tonight and what are we going to do oh let's just do this yeah i, I guess um, it, it, it just I what, do, what, do, what, do you, what do you make of what do you make of joker's thing we saw it in tna of course well we saw it in tna i guess it's just a it, it, whether i don't know whose idea was whether whether Sting himself wanted to bring that character back or Tony suggested it and said, hey, let's do this and just have a little flashback. Uh, I but, think he was watching yeah. the show and losing it too, along <laughs> with all of us. And that's what we got. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we... Uh, Why yeah. did he kidnap somebody that nobody cares about? Like, you're not going to get that reward money for it. I don't even know his name. What's his name? Prince something? Uh, yeah. Well, Prince to, to yeah. Scott Langford, who commented about the coffin match in our comment section, that's a good idea. How about you explain why we're doing a coffin match instead of just saying, let's do a coffin why, match? Why would they do that? It, there's no... It, is there a logical reason they're going that far with this? Is it just... A, let's find a stipulation. Hey, you know what? Let's just do this. It, it just feels, again, out of the blue. Yeah. Cleveland Rocks. This doesn't remind everyone of late WCW. You're blind. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some parallels. 
All right, now we get to the MJF Adam Cole portion of the show. At first, it's uh, as we've come to know some vignettes of what they did this past week. They're, they're of course, getting ready for their Aussie Open opponents, so they go to Outback Steakhouse, as one does, to scout the uh, culture. Get prepared for a pre-show match. (laughs) Get ready for the pre-show match. Uh, MJF says if the food was that good, the wrestling's going to be unstoppable. He raved about the Bloomin' Onion. Who doesn't love that that Bloomin' Onion sauce? Good trip. Then they start. uh, Adam Cole's got the Crocodile Dundee DVDs, and they start... uh, uh, the double clothesline. First, we show video of fighting uh, kangaroos. MJF is obsessed with a kangaroo kick to be the secret uh, weapon to winning this. Then they uh, show uh, uh, them stalking a crocodile and double clotheslining a worker backstage. And they're yelled at by Tony Khan. Boss Tony Khan makes a rare appearance where he's not making an announcement where he apparently behind closed doors is reaming these guys out. There's some irony there. Wait, wait uh, really, really quickly, if I may interject. <laughs> Yeah, Tony Khan is in his office wearing sunglasses. He wears the sunglasses at night. Uh, so that's that. And then we get to them pulling up here in Nashville, and uh, they go to the ring, and uh, it's 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 a, it's a big baby face promo spot. Uh, Adam Cole yeah, they talk, talk for like half hour. Yeah, they're putting over both matches that are also the open match and how they're going to win the tag titles of Ring of Honor, then how they're going to main event the biggest show ever. Adam Cole says he will do anything and everything to get this world title. He's been at the top of every other company. MJF then says uh, the story of breaking into the business, getting to AEW, two dream opponents when he started training, Cody Rhodes and Adam Cole, and says now. This title means everything is going to main event this match with his best friend and Adam Cole. So big old love fuss, but they both are serious when telling each other that they are going to bring their best and uh, not holding back anything. And just as all that is being done in sign of respect, also open attacks, they quickly get discarded by Cole and MJF. And then Adam Cole tees. They're just going to do the super kick, but oh no, we just get a hug it out. Issa, it was long. But again, these two guys get the most reaction, and this baby first baby face thing is working. The, the, this is this is the right main event for the, the all in show. Again, yes, we've all agreed the the pre show crap is, is is there's no need for this. But there is no need for it, and a lot of what we saw tonight was putting over. I mean, the the in ring promo did help with the main event, but a lot of everything tonight was just putting over that pre show match, and it's driving me crazy that you will put him in a pre show match. In addition to that. I don't know if it's happening just for me, but it's starting to feel a little forced. There was something organic about the way NJF and Adam Cole were getting over. And now it's just starting to feel like, oh, we got to like outdo what we did last week. And I just miss MJF being a jerk. I'm sorry. That's just the MJF that I like. This is a preference, right? Don't come for me in the comments. Don't come for me in the chat. I, I need him to just be mean unless we have Adam Cole turning. If he's let his car down and Adam Cole is the one that ends up turning, then you play me, right? But it feels forced. This is not organic. When we were here for it, it felt very organic. Here, it's just feeling like you're trying too hard. And maybe it plays out somehow, but I'm just, I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it anymore. I think the pre-show announcement was a complete turnoff for me. Like, how are you going to have your main event on the pre-show? None of this makes it's, any it sense scream, to me. It, it, screams, it screams amateur hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the one part that popped me out of this entire thing, well, first of all, I think kangaroos are a badass animal. 
and I agree with MJF on his training, you know, trying to follow, pursue of the kangaroos because I seen some kangaroos like mess some people up. But the one part that really popped me is the tease of Adam Cole doing that super kick. I want, in a way, Adam Cole to outsmart MJF to like catch him with his guard down. But you guys know we've been doing this for a while. My favorite thing in AEW was MJF, but MJF at his douchiest. That's the MJF that I love, and this is just not clicking for me. Jimmy, MJF has got the people uh, saying the catchphrase with him there that, that he's the most interesting person that's on the TV for AEW, uh, but did they take away his fastball with having him not be a jerk, or is he going to return to being the most dastardly jerk here in just a matter of time? Uh, he possibly could return to being the most dastardly jerk, uh, but uh, and if that's the case, tonight's promo where he got serious and told his story, about you know breaking in and 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 the rough ride he had to get to where he is today, got people on his side. People are siding with him, and then it, it, it has to be a very huge fu to the fans by him to get that heat back to where it was before, or even possibly surpass it. So I'm hoping that that's what's going to happen. But by having them appear on the night of All In in the pre-show is it, it just doesn't help that situation. Now, if something happens next week on TV where they take that match away from us, uh, they have to be able to explain, uh, have a good explanation as to why that match does not happen now. Yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I go, Lego. doesn't even have any matches in the pre-show anymore. I feel like there is a reason for that. Lego Brick Collector says it's like Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes teaming up on the WrestleMania 40 pre-show before main eventing the 40th WrestleMania. Well, you're right. Yeah. Issa, mm-hmm. There is no match on the pre-show. So to, to be more apples to apples, it's like Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes are going to main event WrestleMania, but they decide that they're going to go ahead and appear on NXT in a tag match right. earlier in the day, in the afternoon There's, matinee NXT. Right. I said this a lot, and, and when you look at it, not comparing companies with companies, just comparing status, right? You would never see a Roman Reigns do a lot of the things that they have NJF do. And I give NJF a lot of respect for making whatever they throw at him works, because my God, can he do that? But when he went through a cake this kind of stuff that he's doing right now, it's just, just you wouldn't see the top guy in a different company do the things that you have in JF doing, and there is a reason for that. I, I will say to what to what Jimmy just said, that, that it was an interesting choice tonight. M- MJF did not have a swerve in his promo. He did not have like a, like he showed humility. He talked about, you know, he he you know he usually presents the I am high, rich royalty and this and that. No, he talked about driving 90,000 miles in his truck. He talked about how, you know, he, he had to DM Cody Rhodes to even get on a show and get noticed. And he talks about if the, if, the, if there's not that independent show, then there's no MJF. He showed a lot of humility. So it, was, it is an interesting choice. Well, he choice. has to do that with that horrible tan. Like, you have to humble <laughs> it, yourself. It's an interesting choice to do. That, 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 yeah. It, it, it almost, to, back to what he says earlier, it almost makes you maybe wonder, are they going to s- try to swerve, bro, and have Adam Cole turn heel and, le- and, 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 let M- and flip the script and have Adam Cole's the heel and MJF is the face? I don't know. Yeah, but uh, again, like Issa said, I think I think MJF right now is at his best when he is that D bag. Yeah, put it that way. no, I agree. Scott Lankford, five Canadian. How often can MJF pull that card though with the real life promo that he can use to get heat? Uh, he's used that card two or three times already. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where they're going long term here. I don't, I'm really interested to see. I love what Stephen Camp said on the chat where he says, I still don't know why NJF haven't mentioned Punk yet. He was even on an episode of Collision and CM Punk is walking around with his version of the real title. And the fact that this hasn't been addressed is is like a plot hole to me. Well, yes, but here's here's one devil's advocate I'll play. So if you already knew, again, they might have known that they were going to get had. They they might have known for months they were going to have Adam Cole versus MJF even before they knew if they had Punk coming back or not, right? So if they if they already had this penciled in on for Wembley, I would not blame them if we don't speak a word at the moment about how Punk has his other world title, right? You get do your do your Cole MJF. I assume MJF retains, and then if you need a quick big money match with little time to turn around, as you have it here with the all out follow up in Chicago. You could immediately have MJF come out on Dynamite after Wembley, come out and hold up his title, be the MJF prick, Punk's music hits, 
Or, or you can do this in reverse. It could be MJ, Punk comes out. But whatever. if you're if you're doing that, why not have Punk save the moment of unveiling that belt onto that moment? Because as of right now, it hasn't meant anything on Collision. I, I I won't argue that. But 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 I will just ultimately say you could have these two world champions, and I'm doing the air quotes here for those on the audio. Uh, mm-hmm. That could be a match that you don't need a lot of time. You just need one face to face interaction. It's sold, especially it doesn't again. Doesn't bother you that CM Punk is just doing the same thing he did. I don't even know how many years ago. With oh, there's a lot of things about CM Punk that bothers me, but we don't, we don't need, we don't, we don't have, we're already 43. <laughs> we're not time for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even gotten to the to the Texas Death Match. Come on now, we don't have time oh for me to goodness. be going down about oh. CM Punk. Um, all, my point is, Punk with his faux world title and MJF with his title, it would be a main event for an all-out show. That's 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 then happening almost immediately after in Chicago. So, right. it's something that you could quickly do as a turnaround. That's what I'm getting at. So mm-hmm. maybe that's. Where they're going. Uh, real quick, another super chat from uh, Huffman's uh, Elite Training. I miss the Daily's Place empty arena era of AEW. Uh, I don't know if I'd ever say I miss the empty er- arena era, but he says the roster was more streamlined, storylines were better and simplified, more entertaining all around. I don't think you have to go to empty arena. I, When I think of like my fondest memories with AEW, I remember walking out of All Out, which I attended live, All Out 2021. This is when Brian debuted. We had um, Adam Cole debut. We had CM Punk's first match. I walked out of there so excited. I was like, wow, this company really is for real. Felt like stories were being built. I don't feel that level of excitement about AEW right now can i get it back yes i mean we all have this weird relationship with wrestling or wrestling companies where you're hot you're cold right but i that wasn't during the empty arena era but i remember walking out of arthur ash that was an exciting show i couldn't wait to go to the very first arthur ash there was a period of time where i guess it felt more like an alternative and not competition and that's what i'm struggling with right now it feels like they're trying to compete with wwe i miss them when they were an alternative I agree. So that fall of 2019 when Dynamite debuted, of course it wasn't without its plots, and of course their roster was not as uh, quality depth yet. Um, but I agree. It felt like an, the way they did things, the way they presented their backstage segment, everything felt like a fresh perspective of alternative. And you're right. Now it just feels like it doesn't feel like a fresh alternative. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, up next. Everybody take a pause. No, no, we're gonna talk about this because I'm gonna pour a shot. Everybody, go. everybody, right. smoke them if you got them, light them if you got them, pour them if you got them. Take a breath. <sighs> Namaste. All right, let's go. All right, Uzo. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> the Texas Chainsaw Death Match. This is a crossover for the new Texas Chainsaw video game. Now, I will be very, I'll be honest and admit, we've seen zombies in the ring of WWE. And I was just going to ask the shot, what was worse? And you you, you completely stole that from me. <laughs> give, give them a chance to let it swirl around for a minute before they cast their vote. I tried to defend... When there was a Mountain Dew pitch black match and, and, and collect that money, WWE. Okay? Now, AEW, collect that money. Remember that for a moment because I'm going to get back to something that old TK tweeted here a little bit ago. So they do this Texas Chainsaw Death Match between Jeff Hardy and Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Hardy comes out. 
he goes into the ring and then he goes out into the crowd and he walks back into a tunnel backstage and we have you know spooky lighting and everything we don't know why he's walking a said tunnel nobody orchestrated nobody outlined that the match is starting there but we, he's going to said tunnel I guess they figured if they didn't want to go off site and do any pre-tapes in a Firefly Floodhouse that they would just create a spooky lit tunnel. And so he goes, he finds Jeff Jarrett, and they start to battle. Karen Jarrett pops up in a minute. And then after that, quickly, we have uh, Satnam Singh, we have Matt Hardy, we have Ethan Page, everybody, everybody. They dump fake blood on Karen and Jeff. I guess that they, way... Je- they, they pull a carry on him. Right, so that way we can now, it looks like Jeff has actually gone through a death match, but he literally just has been poured with fake blood. We go to picture-in-picture commercial. So now I'm trying to watch this thing in the corner of my screen, and it's all just black shadowies because nothing's well-lit. They're they're the bowels of the building, and it's well-lit. We eventually come back. We get a swanton through a table. We get guitar shots. Then all of a sudden, we uh, we hear a chainsaw, and Leatherface is out there. He scares some people away. Worst He's the distraction. Face custom I've ever seen. He's the distraction that allows Jay Lethal to take a hammer and hit Hardy in the back of the head. Satnam Singh choke slams him, and then Jeff Jarrett gets to be rolled on for the pin. This was the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen on Dynamite. That's speaking volumes. I don't know. They intentionally, consciously put this on TV. I hope the paycheck was fat. Collect your money. But what, let me go back to that comment, though. Let me pull it up here. Move my notes out of the way. At 10.04 p.m. Eastern Time this evening. So four minutes after Dynamite goes off the air and about, oh, I don't know, eight, nine minutes before we started this podcast recording. 10.04 p.m. Tony Khan tweets the following. All proceeds we receive for tonight's Texas Chainsaw Game death match will be donated to the Maui Food Bank. We made a lot of changes to Dynamite tonight to make tonight's episode Fight for the Fallen, including the Texas Chainsaw Game, to help the charity. Donate now. Let me be clear. What is happening in Maui is tragic. It's tragic anywhere in the world. It's tragic. I've been to Hawaii several times. Beautiful place. It is absolutely tragic what's happening there. Absolutely tragic. It's tremendous. AEW and anybody who's, who's promoting and helping facilitate any help efforts to Maui. I'm not knocking that. If you take my sound clip of what I'm about to say and you don't include that, screw you. I'm saying supporting the Maui Fund is absolutely 100% awesome. What I find interesting here is at 10.04 p.m. after the show's going off the air, and I've watched social media this entire night, everybody's just baffled of what we've just seen. This death match was, 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 was a death match for ratings and, and for morale and for everything. I find it interesting that we all of a sudden announce now that we are parlaying having done said spectacle match into the relief fund help. It's almost like we're taking this terrible this match that just was a cluster, you know what? I will play the and and, ba- and, ba- and baby facing it. I don't know. It feels like they're baby facing a, a terrible match. I will mm. play devil's advocate, and Please. this is where my watch alongs coming handy. It was announced on the um, actual show as soon as it started. There was a little scroll that went off. Okay. Like they actually okay. said it because I am kind of like too intoxicated to function right now. But I do remember mm-hmm. saying it on the beginning of my watch alone when I was like, well, that's awesome. But what proceeds? I, at one point during my live stream, I even said they should have a link 
or something mm-hmm. scrolling in the if this is what you're doing the show so the whole point to this is maybe he tweeted it at that time but it was announced on the beginning of the show that all proceeds will okay. go to that fair okay. enough I still can't get past the tweet. Still makes it feel like we're taking. Right. I'm sure he, he had, tweeted it yeah. right then and there. I'm sure he had to. Well. I'm sure he had to see the reaction on Twitter. It just feels like you're trying to babyface a match. <laughs> that was yeah. god awful. My my the sad thing is that there's still people defending tonight's episode and this mm-hmm. match. No. And it's like there's one thing about being fans of something like we all have our favorites. We all right, but there's no defending this. I'm sorry, there isn't. No. No. Uh, Jake, uh, with a $5 Super Chat, he's waiting a while for it. Thank you, Jake. Texas Chainsaw, it's nice that they're willing to try something new, but personally, it's also nice that they learn from this and never try it again. Uh, yeah. This, yeah I, look, I, I just, I don't know. This was <laughs> this was just cringeworthy. Where do you begin? Where do you begin to, to, to I mean, like, look, I, I get the idea of a death match. I've, I've, I've seen them. I've actually refereed them. This, again, featured so many people that you didn't know where to focus your attention. Now for, I, I'm taking away all the, um, the donation stuff out of this picture here. I'm just talking about the match itself. That it just, there's so much going on over here. There's so much going on over there. It's supposed to be Jeff versus Jeff with all this going on, but the match was everybody versus everybody. It felt like half the roster versus half the roster. It, it, yeah. it just, too much gaga going on for anybody to get invested in any of it. And none of it made sense. Again, here we go. It was just it was just violent for, for violence sake, I guess. And and the finish too. Uh, hitting someone with a big hammer like that is not enough. You have to choke slam them too. The hammer, let the hammer be the deal. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't it, it, it's the worst thing I think I've seen on Dynamite, mm. and I don't and I don't put that on. I don't put that on Jeff Jarrett and Jeff Hardy. Mm. I just put it on the entire. I mean, everybody out there, I guess, is just trying to make it work, right? You, you're booked to do the thing, you do the thing, but I just the whole thing was just. I feel bad because I kind of manifested it because at one point I said, "Oh well, why why haven't we seen a chainsaw?" And then I heard it. And then I was like, no, what, you know what the lesson that we should learn from this whole thing is we need to figure out how to do sponsorships better because this, remember the zombies match was a sponsorship. The pitch black match was a sponsorship. And so was this, we need to figure out a better way to incorporate the sponsors onto the show because whatever it is that is doing is being a fail. And I'm trying to be. I don't know, uh, fair in my criticism because it's not just AEW. There's been other examples of this partnerships just not working, but this was terrible. A lot of it was shot backstage in a way that you couldn't even see what was going on. That's what I mean. Was, yeah. Or who was all involved. And I had a bad feeling this was going to get weird when Jeff Hardy came out with that weird mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he looked badass, right? And I said, he's wearing white. There's going to be blood. Yeah. There was blood, but it wasn't the way that I wanted to see the blood. It was weird, and there is no defending this. There's no defending the zombies match either. There's no defending the crappy pitch black match. And there's also no defending this, no matter what. This was terrible. And I had a bad feeling about it since it was announced. And then you had Jeff Jarrett win, and then he gets some kind of title. What the hell is this title? Did you see that? He got a yeah, belt. Yeah, it, it was a leather face title. Yeah. Oh my god, is this gonna be defended now? Is this no. gonna be like the FT? 
I don't know, I, man. I, 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 I can't I would, I would, I other reviews of this outside mm, of our own. I would have I would have rather I would have rather watched security cam footage of CM Punk yelling at Ryan Nemeth and catering. I, I oh. just <laughs> <laughs> I mean Oh well You know if yep. Okay, so what's worse? The pitch black, the zombies, or this? I'll say that here's the one thing here's the one thing I can defend about the pitch black. At least in the time the pitch black thing was like trying to like you know, we were just emerging Uncle Howdy, and like, right, so at least right, I felt right. like, it, at least I felt like I was trying to move something along. I don't, this, right. this, this didn't move anything along. No, it didn't. No, last didn't. week, last week, Jeff Hardy's in in a in a in a, in a match, uh, first time on free TV ever against the Young Bucks. Uh, so like last week, now he's. I can't wait to see the the numbers by the quarter. Mm. I want to see what happened to the viewership during yeah. this. I will I, I will say this though, Justin, that uh, you don't think it moved anything. I think it moved a lot of people to the refrigerator. That's and, that's what I would say. Like mm-hmm. I guarantee you, people either step out or change the channel. If Dave Meltzer gives that match more than one star, I swear to God, I'm gonna burn his next newsletter and I'm gonna use it for a fire pit and some mores. <laughs> Do you? I'm gonna use it as a sage and cleanse something. Do there you, you not? You know what? I'm just. I'll, I'll shut up. <laughs> Do you not think that people stayed and watched maybe because it was like a traffic accident that you just, you can't oh, yeah. help but do? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like well, I don't know. Yeah. Morbid curiosity. I mean, I kept watching because I was being paid so we had to do this tonight, but I think right. I probably would have. But do you, do you think about. Okay, I guess I did for a second. Let me put it this way. I was like, maybe if, I don't want to keep reviewing Dino. If you started. <laughs> If you started, like, got to a point that I was like, I don't want to get paid to watch this anymore. <laughs> if you started watching Dynamite from the beginning, at that point, you're probably invested. You're like, all right, now i got to see how this, this silly shit ends. Uh, I'll tell you what, this is not something where, again, you do not want your significant other or your friend to walk in the room and you have to explain what the hell you're watching. Mm, that was not so. one of these times. Right. You know? Absolutely. Agreed. You know, it's really funny because I'm actually a very big horror movie fan. So if you walk into my apartment, there is a big chance that you'll catch me watching a horror movie if it's not wrestling. But this, yeah, I can't even defend that. Like, I wouldn't even say, no, I'm just watching a horror movie, honey. No, there's there's no defending this. this <laughs> and that this- was a horrible costume on, on the Chainsaw Texas person. And we weren't even in Texas. Right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah this is... Uh... This was a horror show, mm-hmm. by some definition. Yeah. Okay. Can we just any any deflated the rest of the show? Mm-hmm. It was hard to watch anything else after this. Poor Brit had <laughs> poor, poor Brit had to stand backstage at a monitor and watch this before she didn't saw. even have to have her match though. We all know who was winning. This was I know. predictable. Right. Huh. Yeah. So so next match, Brit's up against the bunny. Obviously, winner goes to the fatal four way. I've already I've already screamed at the, nine mm-hmm. thirty on. I screamed on oh, nine. That train never late. I screamed last week. Why is this? Why 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 is why is why does Tony Storm get a buy? Why, we already did all that. Here's another question for you. So Brit's first the bunny. They talk about. I believe they said. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. They said this is the bunny's first match on Dynamite in six months. So why the hell is she in the tournament for the title? You tell me somebody else has a one within the last six months that deserves it. Well, the champion had to qualify for the championship match, so you know. But not Tony Storm. She got a buy. Yeah, exactly. Maybe she because she's a former champ. No, she's friends with CM Punk. Yeah. Well, Britt Brit wins. No shock here. This match went longer than it needed to. Britt Brit should have squashed her. This is this is this is this is. Mm. 
She should have squashed her. It's and it's sad that the you know the ladies match was put in the usual time slot. But anyway. All right, the acclaim come out. Looks like they're gonna have a match against uh, two unknowns. Uh, they do the rap. They come out, but then the lights go out. House of Black appears. House of Black attacks them. They have Billy Gunn's boots. So it looks like Jimmy, are we goading Billy Gunn out of retirement? Is that what's happening here? It kind of feels that way. And since House of Black is a three-person uh, team, let's. Uh, uh, they are yeah, the three of yeah. champs, right? Yeah. So okay. so having Billy Gunn uh, coerced out of retirement, I think this, I guess, makes sense. Can I ask you guys a question and and hear me out? Because I don't feel like everybody can watch Collision. Okay. I I haven't been able to watch a lot of Collision. I think I caught one show so far. Do you think that the champions that are more showing up more on Collision is hurting a little bit the product? Because I am forgetting about certain champions. It takes me a second when FDR come out to go, oh yeah, they're the tag champs. Or when House of Black randomly shows up because we don't see them here anymore as often to go, are they the trio champ? I, I, how do you keep these people that are showing up? Because the, the viewership says it, right? This is not just me. You have not even half of your viewership is watching on Saturdays. You don't think it's hurting some of the champions right now? A case can be made for it. I, 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 I it's still too, for me at least, it's still, I don't watch Collision Live. It's a Saturday and I'm just not going to watch it live. I'm just not. Right. Um, and it's you know, and even here up here in Canada, not to interrupt you, there doesn't it's, it doesn't air live. You have to right. stream it, right? And, it, and then it comes on later on the on the station that airs it up here. Yeah, I, I still it's still too early for me to understand exactly what collision like where it's going to live. Like it, it obviously they're putting more effort in, into it than Rampage, and it's live and it's got punk. I, I don't know yet. I I, I don't know. They haven't been very clear about whether there is a brand split or not. And I wish they were a little bit more clear about it, right? Because if you tell me, hey, you're only going to catch these people mostly over here unless we're building to a pay-per-view or something. Issa, we, were, Issa, we were just questioning if Jericho knew what he was doing seven days out from what he did tonight. I, you're, telling me, you're telling me that they're going to have that kind of uh, You're right. You're right. You're right. The... You're right. You're right. <laughs> I, I have high hopes. I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> um... <laughs> But I think it will help to, to I don't know, like a video package here or there. You have people talking for like half hour at a time. Why not cut them by like two minutes just to throw a video package of people that we might not see here every week? Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, 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 I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make any grand judgment yet on Collision again because I don't watch it regularly live. I catch it. I catch the highlights of the fact, and it's still too early for me to figure out again where it's where it's gonna live long term. In, in the AEW sphere, if it's gonna, he might not if he keeps doing us. Yeah, I don't know. Well, also, and again, but I'm also it's Saturday. I, you know, I think expectations for it for the network are different. Um, right, right, right. So mm-hmm. that's uh, that's yeah. a, that's a re- that's a real thing. So, all right, finally, main event. Uh, short for time. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> press for time. They are. So the guns come out, and then the Bucks attack them at the stage. That's not that's not a babyface thing to do. I actually have to assume that this probably was an audible call of like, we are short on time. We don't have time for the Bucks to do their full on entrance. I think they probably just said, go out there and attack them. But so reverse- exactly have the guns attack the Bucks. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I think the gun boys have the coolest entrance in AEW right now. I'm sorry. I popped for it. I actually got a little pissed off that it got interrupted. No, but why, do baby, why would baby faces sneak attack the guns? Right. The, the, again, let them again. finish their entrance, damn it. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, 
uh, we we are <laughs> off and running to the match. Uh, the Young Bucks get the win. They do a little. They do a little. little uh, Jimmy, what'd you say? A little heelish though. They won the match because they 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 you know they outheeled the heels. They outheeled the heels. What do you think about yes. that? Uh, I get it if you're an established baby because it's almost like they're back and forth. Are the Young Bucks baby faces? Are, is all elite baby faces? They kind of are, sort of, but you know, uh, uh, it, I don't know. It just it, that is a move that works when you have like established baby faces who the heels try to use underhanded tactics to win throughout the match, and then maybe they do something and. Uh, no, guys, this is how it's done, kind of thing. But it, it, I don't know. It just didn't feel right in this situation. I, it just it, it looked too convoluted to. And the match itself felt like, like you said, uh, and like most of the night, it felt rushed. Like, hey, we got to get all this stuff in. Instead of saying, let's get all this stuff in, let's cut this stuff out. Right. You know, anyway. Right. It just no, it didn't, didn't do it for make me, sense. FDR helping their opponents. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, I'll, I'll I'll fight you on that one. So real quick, all right. So Bucks win. Jay White and Juice Robinson come out. They attack, and then FTR comes out and beats up the heels. So they beat up Jay White. They beat up Juice Robinson. They beat up the guns. Here, what I don't like is FTR then does exactly what Adam Cole did earlier in the night. They tease that they're getting ready to hit their mm -hmm. finisher on the Bucks, and then oh no. So again, redundancy. Right. But I, I'm okay with FTR saving them, Issa, because one, FTR has still been presented on TV as like baby faces. They have not been full-fledged heels. Um, and they want this tag match with the Bucks. So I understand kind of like it's that weird psychology of preserving your opponent so you can have mm -hmm. the match. So you, so no you, excuses. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, so I, I'll, 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 I'll let that slide. I'll let that logic slide here to me. Yeah, um, not me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. It, uh, I, I mean, you go. Every That's not how it works in the streets. Okay, hey, I'm undefeated in the streets. All right, every single match tonight, there is there was there was there was there was Radio Gaga after. Yeah, I mean it's just unbelievable. Yep. It was a confusing show. How, but we I did mean, book some matches for all of it. Yeah, I, I I will be fascinated when the numbers come out for this one. Um, I typically don't care about the ratings, but I'm very curious to see, especially quarter per quarter, um, mm -hmm. just to see what drew and what, because I have a yeah. feeling that I know I'm, how it's going to go. No, I'm with you. I'm, I'm not usually a ratings person. What appeals to me appeals to me. What I feel, what doesn't, doesn't. And tonight, uh, I got more of the does it than does. Let's put it that way. A lot of fodder for my rants anyways. <laughs> And yeah, that's the thing. It's like sometimes <laughs> some of these shows can be painful to watch. But it's like, well, at least we'll have no trouble talking about stuff tonight. Right. Right. And um, look, I know there are going to be people out there. Oh, you guys just can't take. No, you guys don't get it. When AEW does well, the whole business does well as a whole. And we want it to succeed because I look, I have friends there, you know, and I want to see them do well. You know what I mean? But when they don't, I'm going to call them out. Same. Same. And in addition to that, this is a historic thing that they're about to do, and I just wanted to fulfill expectations. I think this show coming up is going to be so visually appealing. I think it's just going to be something to watch, and I just mm -hmm. wanted the build-up to it to feel like I, I don't want to compare it, so but like a WrestleMania, like, like as big as it looks like on paper and on numbers, and, and it doesn't feel like that priority and that importance mm -hmm. is there right now you know it just it feels like a 
it feels like a money grab and i hate that yeah no say jimmy same it, again i would love to have the more good stuff to talk about but like just uh, but i'm not gonna lie and say oh it was great it was fun. No. and like to, to be as transparent as i'm willing to believe to be i'm not i'm not gonna name positions so, like a very good friend of mine a, a, a friend who was so good of mine he was in my wedding party works in the production truck at aew his sister also works with the company. I'm not going to say what she does there. Obviously, I'm very vocal about how uh, all, the, all the years I managed Wardlow, worked with Wardlow. Britt trained here, was at her first match here. Like, you know, have a, have a, she was on Chair Shot Rally for many, many, many years. Like, so it's not, I'm not going to hide that. Like, I, I, I have friends there too. I want them all to be in winning environments. This, I am not going into this going, oh, I hope AEW just really shits the bed this week. No. In fact, if anything, I'm more frustrated when they give me things yeah. like this. I'm maybe yeah. more frustrated at them than I am WWE because I have some more personal ties and to some extent to people in AEW. It's it's just frustrating. That's that's all for me. It is, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was the night. Uh, seriously, though, uh, I, I know, I, I know, I, I know, it was part of again the time that I was the most critical and the most. Uh, 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 explicit in my in my I thought you were great tonight. in my language, I, but I don't want it to get muddy, muddied. Right, them and anybody else who's doing any any effort to say please help the Maui fund. I don't want that to get lost. I don't want somebody to watch this and take something out of context. Right, what's terrible? It is terrible what has happened in Maui. Donate and help in any way you can. Uh, tonight's dynamite was uh, just all over the place. Uh, we're yeah. eleven. They're eleven days out from this from the from the biggest show ever, and I, they, they, they've done in arguably wrestling. This is just this is baffling. Um, but the, the, the thing that they the trap they can't fall yeah. in is yes, they've done great numbers as far as attendance and tickets, and now so they can't say we've got them. You haven't got them. You've got them coming to the show. Now is your time to deliver to keep them on board. Exactly. Uh, big thanks to all of you guys watching us live across, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Twitch, whether it's Facebook, whether it's uh, Twitter. We really do appreciate it. And of course, if you're checking out the archive uh, video or audio, wherever you get your podcast, we appreciate it as well. We understand uh, sometimes stand up late with us on a Wednesday night is just not the best for you. But hey, always tweet us, tweet any of us and let us know where in the world are you when you are checking out this podcast. What are we doing to help you get through your day? We greatly appreciate it. If you could pull us up on again youtube spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you do the podcast and please leave a rating leave a review we really would appreciate it uh tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend uh all right uh final plugs and final thoughts jimmy corderas uh what can i say uh, it was uh, not one of their better efforts let's put it that way and i'm being polite when i say that and uh like isa said i'm curious to see what the numbers are as a guy who's not a numbers guy I am curious to see what the numbers are. And as far as where you can catch me, obviously here on Wednesday nights and Monday nights uh, after Raw as well, uh, talking what we liked and what we didn't like, like we did today. And also you can check the Reffing It Out podcast with my good brother in stripes, Brian Hebner and I and RJ, who holds the, who's the glue that holds the show together. And this week we have Garrett Bischoff as our guest and we had a lot of fun chatting with him. So uh, you can check that out. And also my Reffing Rants weekly on all a uh, daily from Monday to Fridays on all my social media platforms, where again, critiquing not to tear down, but to help tighten screws that I believe need tightening. Very nice, very nice, great podcast. Of uh, don't know Garrett, but I've been told he is a good brother. So very cool to hear that. Uh, Isa, give me your final thoughts and plugs. 
yeah, I thought it was a confusing episode. Um, I, I, I'm excited for All In, and I just, All Out, whatever, All In. <laughs> I just wanted to do great. So um, you guys can find me here on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Um, also, my own YouTube channel, NYC Demon Diva, where I do watch along for the majority of the shows we cover here. Um, you guys can also find me on Lucha Libre Online. I will be there with them this Saturday covering the WWE, WWC show here in Bayamón, Puerto Rico. That's going to be a blast. Um, so I, I've been putting all kinds of content. So go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Very good. Subscribe away. Uh, I'm at Justin Labar all across the socials. Hit me up at any time. Uh, catch me on Mondays and Wednesdays here on Wrestling Inc. on the podcast. Friday morning spar with Labar on Busted Open. Uh, Dave LaGreca's taken off. So this Friday, I believe it's myself, Thunder Rosa, and I think uh, Fightful's Denise Salcedo, I believe. Oh. This will be a first okay. time for the three of us. So uh, check that out this Friday morning. Um, again, thank you to everybody who supports the podcast. You know, again, we can all have a difference of opinion. That's what makes us fun. If we all agreed, then this would be boring. So exactly. it's all fun. Um, that's going to do it. Again, uh, do all the right things. Uh, like, comment, share, tell a friend. Help any way you can. Craziness. crazy. Uh, then the Maui with the fires. Uh, help, help, or help any charity. Help anybody. Yes. Help yes. anybody. Just turn, help somebody if you can do it. Uh, so what we need a little bit more in the world now is love, sweet love. All right, that's going to do it. Thanks, everybody. Be good. Smoke them if you got them. Drink them if you got them. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.